There's a place called a gin mill way down in the slums. Slangeva, which of course is Scottish for cheers. Slangeva, Chris. Slangeva, Mark. How are you? I'm good. Welcome to the Gin and Jandals podcast, the greatest podcast in the world about New Zealand gin. Uh, while wearing jandals, although not tonight, it's back to slippers. And uh, <laughs> how have you? How have you been, Chris? How's how's the uh, acclimatization after your great grand trip? Yeah, so uh, recently got back from the UK, where it was pretty toasty, I have to say. If you saw on the news, 40, 41, 42 degrees, which is uh, hot for anywhere, but really? all very hot for the UK. It's not like um, you Brits to go on and on and on and on about having some mildly warm weather. It was pretty warm. It wasn't just mildly warm, it was pretty warm. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, we were threatened with all kinds of catastrophe, uh, you know, rail lines melting, um, <laughs> just everything going wrong. Uh, but, it, it, yeah, to be fair, um, the UK doesn't deal with heat very well. It doesn't have those what? things in place to make things better. I thought you were just going to slag off the uh, UK rail system, which can't deal with uh, spring, summer, autumn or winter. None of those things. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> just, just bizarre. Um, it's lucky we have trains at all. Considering we invented trains, it does yeah, somewhat. Uh, it's like cricket, you know, and rugby. You know, other countries do them better, even though you invented them. Yes, but what other countries don't do, which the British do best, is complaining about the things that we don't do as well <laughs> as we used to. But well, well, and and well, keeping a uh, cheery, cheery demeanour. Hmm. Stiff you know, upper lip, etc. Yeah, et it's the. Oh, look, we're off to the World Cup. We're going to get thumped again, but hurrah! We invented gin, didn't we? I say we, the royal we. I think we might. We probably didn't, but we certainly made up. You know, I think it, I think we've discussed this before, and I think it was Danish or something. Um, yeah, but well, we certainly there's... took the concept of gin and you know really pushed it hard. Um, yeah, <laughs> almost wrecked the bigger. nation on it. But you know, that's 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 not too bad. Yeah, um, I mean. You almost invented it because it was made by monks and alchemists across Europe, in particular southern Italy. So then, Flanders and the Netherlands. But you know, I knew the Netherlands were in there somewhere. Um, yeah, I mean, but we we, we years took ago you were a part of Europe. We took it, and then we, you know, I, I think we, we've discussed this. You know, Gin Street, Hogarth, uh, yeah, Mother's Ruin, all that kind of stuff. We 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 perfected as. As the British do, they take alcohol and they really go hard, you know, uh, and like um, make Foster's the mess of like it. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and uh, Cronenberg. But, and I'm yeah. sure you're about to ask, go and ask, um, no, ask, uh, the uh, the gin scene in uh-huh. in the UK. How's the gin scene in the UK, Chris? I mean, you, you obviously travelled the length and breadth of the UK, sampling as much gin as possible. I did. That's a great question there, Mark. Um not the length and breadth, but certainly the breadth, perhaps. Um, I did try. I tried a lot of gin. My sister, she's a big gin fan as well. Um, it kind of, you know, runs in this. Well, it runs in the children of the family. Um, uh, and uh, we went to quite a few little places. I really enjoyed trying the different gins. There's a lot of local gins. Um, and some of them are, yeah, some of them are really nice. Uh, it's not quite as as kind of um, in your face as it is here, perhaps. But we certainly went to, um, you know, you, you certainly have that localness. You know, wherever we travelled, you could get your local gin, which was yeah. really nice. 
Uh, local to London, of course. Uh, there was a lot of foraging in London. <laughs> oh. I don't know if there was. Um, no, London. And then we went down uh, to Dorset uh, and got some you know, local gins down there, which were nice. Right. Oh, that sounds like a gin-tastic holiday, Chris. Oh, it was. It was very good. Thank you. <laughs> but the Gin and Jandals uh, podcast, Chris, focuses solely on New Zealand gin. It does. And tonight we have a gin we've been talking about for quite a while. Um, oh, we have? Yeah. Yeah. We've, we've mentioned this a number of times. And this combines two great Kiwi classics. Uh, that is homemade gin. Mm-hmm. And the Swan Dry, which is famous for its blue and black checkered packet, or red and black, or what did you like? You like the green and black, don't oh, you? Green. green and blue. I like the one. I'm not the green. The green and black in them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Swan Dry is like a woolen overcoat that's better than I'm describing it. Um, and it's it's if you've seen Stephen Adams turning up to um, games, he's often wearing a Swan Dry. This is especially for our international listeners. Well, and, and New Zealand listeners who obviously already know what a swan dry is. Yeah. <laughs> so this this is uh, this is the little bitty, but you've got the little bitty. Oh, it's little bitty classic, but you've got the little bitty classic swan dry. Swan dry edition. Edition. And yeah. I think the way they do this is they soak a swan dry in it. Do um, they? Yeah. Is that real? I don't know. How else are you going to make it? I thought it was just kind of the colour of the bottle. Oh, right. But I like your idea of dropping a swan dry and, you know, a swan dry and some gin. And I don't, I don't think it's imbued with swan dry flavour, though, is it? No. Um, You're unsure. I'm slightly worried. Well, it doesn't really, re- doesn't really say how, although apart from the pretty bottle and the word swan dry all over it and some sort of joint partnership... I think that's probably um, what it is. Joint partnership opportunity that, to, you know, promote both products. They share a connection to the elements around us. And that's about it. Okay. Um, right, so this gin, um what do we do first, Chris? Describe the bottle. Open the lid. Well it's from the uh, the Reefton Distilling Company ah, yes. uh, in Reefton. Where's Reefton, Mark? It is on the southwest of the South Island. Well Excellent. Midwest, I believe. Okay. Um, mining town. Okay. Um, I need the to bottle itself, that. when not dressed in a swan dry, I think it's a little plain. It's fine. Yeah. Wooden but, cork, though, Chris. Oh, I lovely. like that. Yeah, you, you got to um, love that. This is a small batch distilled. I have got 21024. Okay. Yep. Good. So I don't know what that means. Um, uh, yeah, they produce a lot of it. <laughs> right. Let's um, get into it now. There we go. Um, tonight, Chris, we can expect Toa Toa, Horopito, Torata, Rimu, Douglas Fir, Juniper, Cassia, Angelica, Licorice Root, Orris Root, Coriander Seeds, Cardamom, Fresh Lemon Peel. So that is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 19, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16? 16 botanicals. That's, 16 botanicals. That's a lot of botanicals. It, it is. That seems like quite a lot. That's um, almost everything in the kitchen sink, right? Yeah, almost. Um, Do you know, it, it's a funny old thing. Um, Douglas fir, right? You know. Douglas fir, oh, yes. 
So an interesting botanical, like, you know, who would have thought it? Pine. Um, and I was slightly nervous that this would smell a little bit like one of those, you know, uh, toilet blocks, you know, pine fresh. Oh, right, yes. Um, <laughs> I thought you mean like a block of no toilets at the no. festival. And it's like, ooh. Now, fortunately, it doesn't. It smells nothing like a toilet cleaning product. Um, it smells quite nice, quite fresh. I like it. Yeah. Um, and, of course, the Douglas fir was why we uh, we had our intro, Chris. It was indeed, because Scottish. the Douglas fir was discovered by Mark. I just closed that page. Uh, no, I didn't. It was <laughs> David Douglas in 1827. Yeah. He sent back the first seeds from North America back to Britain. Um, right, well, it's smelling good. I'm, I'm liking that. I'm liking that smell quite a lot. Um, so much so that I, I now want to taste it. Mm. So we're starting uh, as ever with, with neat. Uh, a little bit of yeah neatness. That's unusual. It is hard to distinguish any particular um, botanical. No, but are you getting, like, it's complex and unusual in that the tongue is, is alive with the taste of gin, but also the roof, roof of the mouth. And then the are you reading that, Mark? No. I mean, you've used the word complex. <laughs> That's my uh, word of the week. I would agree, though. I mean, well, with that many botanicals, right? It's got to be, mm. it's got to be a little bit complex, isn't it? Yeah, but that I don't, I don't know whether I like that or not. Like, well, it's well, not a no. Well, what's interesting is when you compare this, and maybe we'll have to do that in a future, you know, uh, a future podcast, kind of the many botanicals versus the few botanicals, you know, three or four botanical kind of gins. Mm. Um, I think you're right. Complex. There's a lot of different things going on in this mouthful isn't there there certainly is um but yeah but I'm, not unpleasant not burny it doesn't probably probably wouldn't do it neat though i just i'm a second second I, I'm, I'm quite liking that i you're right i wouldn't i wouldn't go out to purposely have it neat but having it neat it's not that bad no no right we're going in all in now chris we are. And uh, tonic water tonight is back to the Schweppes Indian tonic. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. In the can. Get some fizz ASMR into the uh, microphone. What's your tonic water of choice tonight, Chris? Uh, I'm big fan of East Imperial, but actually I'm back on Fever Tree, uh, the, just the premium uh, tonic this time. I was having a conversation about East Imperial the other day with Fever Tree, one of them. What? Yeah. East Imperial. Just how expensive <laughs> it really does make a gin and tonic habit. Well, it, like all good habits, Mark, um, the more expensive they are, the better they are for you. I think I think <laughs> that's how it works. Um, yeah. Um, so there we go. Give it a little shake there. It's good. Smells good. Mm. Now, I've had this gin quite a lot, so much. Actually, this is my last bit in the bottle, Chris. Um, Blimey. 
and it it is a gin I had to have quite a few goes at to what to like to enjoy mm. to to enjoy what do you think I am going to go back to the word used earlier which is complex there's a lot going on with every mouthful yeah one of the reasons I I took a while to get into this gin was I felt felt it was quite strong in the um, in the licorice department oh interesting and yet this is this is one of the gins we did at the, the gin tasting mm-hmm and no one else really got licorice. Hmm. I mean, to be fair, I don't. You don't? Okay. It's I do me, get yeah. that kind of... I, you know, I think my palate's getting used to horopito. You kind of get that little <laughs> bit of pepperiness going on. <laughs> Maybe it's compulsory. You're not in New Zealand gin until you have horopito. I think that's true, actually. Yep. Yep. Which you've foraged locally. Yes. Um... At least in Reefton, if they foraged it locally, you can kind of accept it. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like crushed. That, do you know what? This is, this is this kind of more complex gin, right? This is kind of your comp- uh, uh, complex, uh, what's the word? Complex. No, when you comp- oh, overcompensate? No, when you comp- contemplate. No, contemplate. 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 Thank you. You, you, you know, I'm sitting there and I am contemplating this gin. I'm trying to pick out the the flavours, not that, you know, I can get... I'm so, I don't know what Douglas fir tastes like. <laughs> no. And I'm not quite, you know, I'm not picking up that piney note that perhaps you, you'd think you should do. But uh, I think it is a stop and think gin. Mmm. It's kind of contrast to the swan dry. <laughs> Do you know, it is contrast to the Squan. The Swan Dry is very much the kind of, you know... The down-to-earth, practical... Yeah. You know, a guy in a Swan Dry is going to help you out. If your vehicle's stuck, he's going to help you out as much as he can. Do you think a guy in a Swan Dry would happen... I don't... I, yeah, it's an interesting marriage, isn't it? It's not... It, yeah. That that kind of uh, the complexity of the gin compared to the simplicity of maybe that's what we're going for. Maybe that's what they're going for. <laughs> yeah, the, the complexity and the simplicity yeah go hand in hand. Maybe maybe that's it. The thinking man, the thinking Swandro man's gin. Mm. It's not a gin you drink fast. I was going to say that actually. I you know we we have a limited time on this podcast, which is you know. I'm so good fine. Uh, you know, we're approaching our uh, well, about 15 minute mark at the moment, and we don't like to go on. You may think we do, but we don't. <laughs> and so, I'm actually, you know, this is one of the one of those times where I don't think I'm going to finish the gin before the end of the podcast, which is actually quite rare for, mm. for these podcasts. It is maybe maybe it's a, it's the long lasting. Like swan dries are very hard wearing. This is a hard wearing gin. Oh, I like that analogy. That's a great one. I think, and, and I think you're entirely right. You're going to sit there, contemplate this, contemplate life, chat with your mates, maybe. But you're not, you're not, you're not going to be having a happy chat. I don't mean you're having a sad chat, but it's a little bit more complex. Your conversation, don't you yeah. reckon? Yeah, you know, you and you're going to come about... back to the gin when when things get a little bit quiet. Yeah, yeah. Come back and go. Hmm. What can I taste? Pass me the bottle again. Let me read what I'm tasting. 
I can see this being a winter gin as well. Mm. You know, wrapped up. Again, you don't swan dry in summer. You don't. Yeah, this is definitely your kind of wrapped up, toasty. Maybe you've, you know, you've had a hard day out in the field doing some stuff. I work in IT. I've no idea what. <laughs> um, you've got a farm, Mark. What do you do? Uh, Medley, you're raising a little kiwi fruit, which isn't quite the same. But, you know. Some of it's, some of it's fairly similar the other day when I was knee deep in mud. Um, but, yeah, it is. Um, you come in and your, your hands are chilly as. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, you've just had dinner. Um, and yeah, have a have a have a nice gin afterwards. That you know you're going to sit on it. You are going to sit on it. Not like Cadrona sit on it because you're scared it's costing you too much. It's like, <laughs> like a V8. <laughs> you're like, I can't rush this. I mean, Cadrona wasn't really rushable anyway, but. That that is true. I can't afford to rush this. Whereas this, although this is pricey at eighty five dollars, eighty five to ninety dollars. Yeah, about that, you might get it slightly cheaper if you're lucky. But yep, about that. Yeah, which is up there for us. I mean, other people may not find that expensive, um, but this is going to last you a while. Mm. The question is, what is this a gin you bring out for friends? Is is this a gin you bring out for the girls, Chris? No. No. <laughs> because they can't cope with the complexity? No, no God, no. I mean, <laughs> definitely not. Um, no, that, that's, that's not the point. You know, wife's smarter than I am by quite a long chalk. She's not the stupid one doing a podcast. Um, <laughs> no, because it's not. I think it because it is, it, it's not happy gin. I've said that before. Mm. You know, this this is your, you say, you say thinking man, thinking person's gin. Yeah, and gin is scientifically proven to cause some people to have depression. Um, so is it? I thought it was just alcohol. Um, no, no, gin gin must be juniper. But I had a nice little hit of lemon there, by the way. Um, from the gin or from the lemon you've put from in the, the gin? gin? From I haven't got any fruit in mine. Thank you very much. Uh, no, from. Um, do you know what? This podcast is becoming a metaphysical. <laughs> Ah. Little bitty gin, right? Because we're rambling a little bit, and that's what the gin feels like. Like just you know, chatting, talking. Yeah. There's no pressure. You not, you know, it's not. It, it's definitely not the quick gin. No, it's not a quick gin. Do you know? And again, we are rambling now because it's not a quick gin. <laughs> when we started this podcast many years ago, oh, many years, well, hmm. you know, twelve episodes ago, twelve episodes ago, I hadn't foreseen the fact that we might actually be talking about a gin which is a slow drinking gin i there was many things i hadn't contemplated before i started well yeah fair enough um but yeah um yeah it's okay so do we like it yes we do yeah actually i I'm, i'm i'm disappointed i have finished the bottle um because well, Mark, isn't it your birthday soon? No, it was the other week. Thanks for remembering. Um, Damn it, was it? Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> um, and yeah, because this is a gin when you try with other gins or, you know, a mate comes yeah. over in a deep conversation. Um, yeah. But it's not a gin I'm going to go out and replace, uh, buy again, I mean, mainly because we've already done it on the podcast. Um, 
Is it not because you haven't got enough friends that you would have slow complimentary yeah, gins with, yeah. you know? And I think I'd enjoy it more with people than sitting by myself. I'd be kind of drinking I, gin like I usually do. I think this is definitely, it is a gin for friends or it's a, um, I can imagine uh, Sherlock Holmes <laughs> okay. drinking this gin whilst he's trying to solve a dastardly case. Pipe in yeah. one hand, gin in the other. Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What, what was his hat? It was a deer stalker, but in deer this stalker. case, he'd have a swan dry deer stalker. Ah, yes, you can get those. Well, and I can imagine him sitting there thinking deeply. Uh, what was he? He did drugs, didn't he? Oh, he did opium. So, <laughs> opium. So opium pipe in one hand, um, little bitty in the other. The two are not related uh, at all in any way. We're not suggesting do drugs. Bad, 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 bad. Um, uh, and he's thinking about the case, and this was the main reason he yeah. caught Moriarty, or pushed him over the forms, or whatever he did. <laughs> yeah, so Little Bitty Gin, we, uh, Swan Dry Edition, we like it. Mm. Uh, complex. Probably yeah. too many botanicals, but that, it is, I think it's probably the most botanicals we've had, but it's also the only one we've really come up with. Um, those botanicals are worthwhile because of the complexity, whereas the other ones, at 13, we're kind of going, meh. Mm. Can't can't really justify those thirteen, but fifteen, sixteen—that's the answer. That's <laughs> there you go. If you're wanting to make a, a a more complex gin, hit that twenty, twenty botanicals. Well, I think we have uh, we've exhausted um, little bitty gin chat, but I'm going to continue after this podcast is finished to sit here quietly thinking about my gin. And the uh, future of the universe, I think. I'm wondering why you have to get up tomorrow morning to go to work. Well, I often wonder that. <laughs> All right, and on that, Chris, it is a goodbye from us. Which yeah, of course, indeed. was. And um, next, uh, next, well, our next episode, we'll we'll have another fantastic gin. Uh, we try, so you don't have to, or. <laughs> You we just try, anyway. so you sh- you can, yeah. And uh, keep the emails coming in. We uh, we appreciate them, and uh, we will uh, continue to reply to them. So until that time, we say, uh, what is it? Slanjavar. 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 There we go. Catch you next time. There's a place called a gin mill way down in the slums. There's a place called a gin mill way down in the slums. My baby goes that night and stays till the morning comes.